0: Welcome to a special edition of the Bendix and Leaks podcast. We make the rules and apologize for nothing. It is Packer Bear Week, and we are going to pull back the curtain a little bit here and start chopping it up and throwing hammers, bricks, knives, hatchets at each other in lieu of Sunday night's football contest. But before I call you all sorts of names, I guess it'd be polite to uh, bring you into the podcast. So this is the last nice thing I'm going to say to you. What's happening?
1: Yo, brother. Uh, let me just ask, start with this. Um, who's your all-time favorite bear?
0: My all-time favorite Chicago Bear player is Brian Urlacher. Brian Erlacher. Was that
1: because when uh, he tries to tackle Aaron
0: Rodgers, he breaks his hand, he's out for the year? Um, no, that's because he – well, first of all, that's <laughs> that's fake news because it didn't happen like that. didn't. He did miss the tackle, but he did not break his hand. Secondly – Was it um, his wrist? No, he didn't break anything when he missed that tackle. He left the game, did not return. That's that's not true.
1: It is true.
0: I have to go back and look at that. Yeah. Anyway, um, no, he is my favorite player because he is a first bout Hall of Famer. And while you're about to go down a road to make fun of me about all the silliness that the Bears have rolled out for offense over the years, I mean, he's – He's my Brett Favre. He's my Aaron Rodgers, as uh, crazy as that is, but it's just the truth.
1: All right. Very good. Very good.
0: So we got so- the game Sunday night. Um, let's. Uh, I'm going to kick the ball over to you, passing it to you in the open field here. Um, I, th- I think at first, not like anybody needs this, but maybe we talk briefly about what the team looks like before we get into this football contest.
1: Okay. I'll start with the pack. Um really good offense and a middle of the road defense. And there's no secret that if you can uh, power on the football and keep Aaron on the sideline, you got a shot. That said, there's a little intriguing pieces. You may you arguably have the best wide receiver in the game on one side of the ball with arguably the best quarterback in the league on the offensive side of the ball. Very good. You, you, utility running back, and Aaron Jones who's healthy, and you got a budding star at tight end in, uh, Bobby Tanya. So, <laughs> Damn. and Bobby Tanyan. So, and then also, also, and this is going to be where uh, I really think this game's going to be won or lost is in the trenches. The offensive line for the pack have kept Aaron Rodgers with a clean sheet for most of the year. But you saw the games like against the Buccaneers where not so much. So, offensively, very, very good. Defensively, damn it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like it. <laughs> that is great analysis right there.
1: <laughs> all right. That's my uh, that's my take on the pack.
0: Well, listen, let me – a couple talking points on there is, uh, first of all, you're right about Adams. He's a star. Uh, Aaron Jones – a top-tier back in the league for sure, and obviously Rodgers is really good. I refuse to agree that Tanyan is a budding star at tight end. Um, you've already made a couple comparisons to Kittle, and I think that that's ridiculous. Without spending 45 minutes on the guy, from what I've seen, I don't believe you'd build an offense around him like Shanahan has done. That's just me. Um, and uh, But other than that, yeah, the Packers come into this game just – at a complete, in my mind, different level. They are in the contender level. Um, you know, with your in the NFC with your Seattles, you know, maybe your Cardinals. Um, you know, I, I don't think anybody in the NFC is a clear cut favorite, but the Packers are on a different planet in regards to the Bears. It's so a different
1: than the AFC, I agree with that.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Um so Chicago, um I'm gonna follow your format offense there's a big pile of steaming dog poo to my left. That's pretty much what their offense is. Defense, on the other hand, um, good enough to – I'll put it to you like this. If you took our defense and put it with your offense, we win the Super Bowl, and that's against Kansas City or anybody you want to put in there.
1: It's not even fair.
0: And, and you know, it's just as – sadly as it is, it's another Bear team that defense and special teams is really what – you're going to have to lean on to win a football game. So they were five and one. I was calling it from the time that they were, what, four and oh or four and one, five and one, you know, they had time to fix the things that were wrong and they didn't. And now they're at five and five. Right. What do you, you got any comments on any of that? Is that all?
1: Um, it just was like, I feel like the, the one of the super fans in the water boy,
0: like you just know it's going to turn into shit. Like, see, <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I mean, I, yeah, could I be, and I was this fan for a while. And I think, I don't know. I just, and you know, you and I have big sports fans and I've been for a long time. And I spent my years where I was like, you know, just everything was just like, yeah, positive. Yeah. Yeah. But I watched this enough that like, I, you can see the mistakes and you see the things that are wrong. And I think, if you watch enough sports, you get to a point where you're just like, okay, you can see something's wrong and it's broken. And you know that it needs to get better in order for the long-term success in, like in the span of a season. like You probably could say, if the Packer defense doesn't find ways to get better, that's problematic in the postseason. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like Rodgers Rogers can put up a 30-point game on you. That's no problem. But at some point, if you can't, on the defensive side of the ball, to get a little bit better. It's going to be a problem. Well, that's what I was saying for the bears. Like if this offense could get to around the 20th ranking in the league, which is just like consistently decent, they would, they would be just as good as anybody else. Just as good, but they can't, they can't get out of their own way. And when you're one spot ahead of the jets in offensive rankings, I mean, you don't have to say anything else. That's <laughs> that is enough. Um,
1: that is Skyline Comedy Club right there, my oh, friend. Oh, I
0: mean, forget about it. It's yeah, it's Skyline Comedy Club. It's it's the Comedy Store. I mean, whatever you want to pick. Uh, I mean, it's Night at the Apollo, but it's the truth. So, um, Sunday night, which, by the way, God, damn, I hate night football games. I hate them. Yes. Yep. Jesus. Um. So we got Sunday night in Lambeau. Green Bay's still not having fans, right? Correct. Yeah. So I uh, they
1: are a well, quick update on that. I did get a message this week. I deleted it because as somebody who is a season ticket holder and choosing not to attend games, I was like, mm-hmm, whatever. But um, they did send a message out. You will see the, uh, a limited amount of fans there, but it's going to be
0: um, like
1: family of the players.
0: Gotcha. So they're not even doing like, hey, there's a lottery to get a seat to go to the game. They're just right. allowing family of the players to come. Gotcha. Well, that's I mean, yep. that's cool. Yes. You know?
1: So they uh, I guess they're following the footsteps of a lot of other teams. Like if you were watching the Colts Packer game, there was a a limited amount of fans of the game.
0: And apparently
1: they're going to be doing something like that. Right on. How's
0: the? Have you looked at the weather? What's the weather supposed to be like Sunday night?
1: Ooh, I'll tell you. Give me a. Give me a moment, and I'll tell you that.
0: Keep... And, and I ask you that because I. And I'll, I'll filibuster while you're looking. Um, because of course, Bill is still smoking that cigarette behind the dumpster. And it's, I, I mean, I don't know why we're paying this guy. I mean, he's <laughs> just a big piece of shit. But, um, you know, you know, look at the game Sunday night. If, if it's a typical Sunday night game in Lambeau, then obviously oh, there's a little home right. cooking going on there. But if there's mm. not a lot of fans in the stands, um, and I don't know that weather helps Green Bay any more than it helps Chicago. I, I mean, I don't think so. Bears no. play an outdoor stadium too, so.
1: Right. Yeah, the high of 44, um, by the time you get to nighttime, I think it's going to be probably in the mid-30s.
0: Okay, so it's just a it, – I guess for you guys up there, you say that's just chilly. Here, I'd be like, it's goddamn – the world's right. about to end because it's so cold. But
1: Right, exactly. So,
0: so I don't know that there's, you know, any advantage either way. I, I always think that, again, with, with no fans and crowd noise being at a minimum and all that stuff, I feel like that's always an advantage for the really good guys at their positions like Rodgers, a quarterback. Um right. You know, I mean, you, you can envision a couple, especially against a team who leads the league in penalties, a couple of these free Tibet plays where he pulls them off sides and then uncorks one 75 yards down the field.
1: Finds MBS.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. Sit down there, both. if you get a pass interference or if you catch it, it's all good. If not, we're good anyway. Yep. I, ugh, it's yes. awful. So, um, man, I mean, this is, for you and me, you know, I mean, it's kind of like the beginning sort of jumping point of our friendship and kind of our meat and potatoes. And um, this is the meat of our know, podcast. I, There's no
1: doubt. This is why we're yeah, recording this 100%. right now.
0: 100%. And I, and I don't know that, and it's sad at this point. I know it's a rivalry, but it just hasn't been. I mean, the Packers have won, I think it's like 17 out of the last 20.
1: Uh, it's been uncanny.
0: Something ridiculous like yep. that. Yeah, I mean, in essence, you guys just been taking the Bears to the fucking woodshed, and, and I don't – going into this game, I think if I ask you, and you can tell me here, I, what what are your expectations of the game?
1: I would expect a – I really want like a 31-10 to 10 win. Okay, but, man, it, it's Packers-Bears. I mean, God dang it. I was just thinking about this before we recorded. I think the last time the Bears won both – Regular season meetings. I could be wrong on this. Was 2007? Brett Favre's at the controls still for the Pack. The Packers are 13 and three. What the hell were the Bears five and eleven? And t-
0: <laughs> yeah, in 2007, you're talking about the year after the Super yes. Bowl. Wow, then that would have meant. Um, Gracie was quarter. I, mean, I have to go back in. for both games.
1: Uh, at least the first one. That's the one we, we talked about earlier in the
0: year about where.
1: The Packers. The
0: play action of Desmond Clark, yes. right? On the, for the fourth and yeah, one. Yeah, and the
1: Packers had like five yards of offense in the second half. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's hard to do with a legendary quarterback because the Bears pulled that off and was really. Right.
1: <laughs> it was stupid. <laughs> so, I mean, when, you, when, you, when that kind of crap happens, I mean, dag gum. <laughs>
0: well, you know, we talk about the one thing I, I think it leans towards the bears favor is obviously the bears have a strong defense strong enough to keep them in this football game. Um, the Bears' special teams are pretty good. And I know the Packers special teams are not very good. So there's, for me, it sets up. Well, kind of you have like that this. much for the practice. To, I
1: mean, you should have good special teams.
0: A hundred percent. Right. I mean, what do you want me to tell you? Um, <laughs> Bears to win the football game. Their defense teams have to make plays. Probably need a score somewhere, and then it, you know, then it's just left to the offense to you know pick up the pieces and, and play well enough to win. And I don't. I mean, I have about a three percent confidence rating that that's actually going to happen. Um, but that to me is the blueprint for the Bears to win. You know, you could simulate the game a thousand times. And the only way that the Bears come out on top is really good special teams, really good defense, possibly a score from them. Um, And then obviously the offense has to do something because, you know, the defense I think will keep the game close. But at some point, Rodgers is going to break through. The Packers are going to score a couple Mm -hmm. touchdowns. I mean, they they scored 30 in their fucking sleep. Um, It's Mm -hmm. what can you squeeze out of the offense. And as of right now, Wednesday morning at 8.32 Eastern time, we don't even know who the fuck's playing quarterback for the Bears. I mean I was so about to ask you that. Yeah, it was supposed to, later today we're supposed to know. Now um I, I don't know. My guess is that it, it's ends up being Mitchie Mitchie Mitchie. And I have no insider news on that or anything, but I would be surprised if they're both healthy um if they start Nick Foles on Sunday. But I, I really don't know. I have no clue.
1: Where's the Extreme Skins cartoon when you need it?
0: Yeah, this. I mean, thank God they're not around because, I mean, they would just be bashing the Bears. But honestly, like, I feel like this too. As a Bears fan going to this game, I feel like I'm playing with house money, right? If the Packers drop a 50-burger on the Bears, my mindset is this. You know, hey, George McCaskey, grandson of George Hallis. Virginia McCaskey, daughter of George Hallis. Is this enough? For you to get embarrassed again By your rival For you to make some changes And I don't just mean like get rid of the head coach But I mean like your president Ted Phillips Since he's been there the Bears have Two playoff appearances Okay Like you don't have anybody in your organization That knows football So if the Packers Just destroy the Bears Hopefully that'll be enough I mean I don't really expect the Bears to win this football game so I'm like, eh, eh, I haven't given up on the season. But, you know, when you lead the league in penalties, Nick Foles statistically has been worse and the offense has been worse than when Mitchell Trubisky was starting earlier in the season. So that's
1: crazy. Isn't
0: it? Right. And this is what, like with Nagy, all he did was force feed everybody. I got my quarterback. Now I can run my offense. And his offense has been. Dog shit. (laughs) So, the rest of the blueprint for the Bears to win this football game is this. Mitchell Trubisky starts the game. They run the football. They run it out of run formations. And I don't mean the shotgun bullshit that he likes. I mean, line up two tight ends, eye formation, and run the ball on the Packers. Now, they're not the Vikings. They don't have a a back like Dalvin Cook. David Montgomery should be back for this game. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's that's what they're going to have to do. They're going to have to use the clock, run bootlegs off of that with Trubisky, make the field short for him, You know, give him one or two reads. He can't comprehend, and, and maybe nobody can, this naggy offense that seems to be just a bunch of fucking curl routes. Um, and you, know, you can't turn – the Bears cannot turn the ball over in this game. If the Bears have one offensive turnover, they lose.
1: Well, um, hopefully uh, Trubisky's starting. He, he gets lost because he doesn't understand the playbook. And, um, yeah, finds uh, Jair Alexander over the middle. Give a homage to the uh, probably third or fourth greatest uh, pack quarterback of all time in Jay Cutler.
0: <laughs> By the way, <laughs> anybody listening, I posted on Twitter picture of uh, – Jackass there talking about Jay Cutler In his Green Bay Packers Cutler jersey I mean it's It's pretty funny I'll give you that
1: (laughs) And I'm going to be At a a bear bar Sunday night wearing it (laughs) All time jackass Move right there (laughs) I
0: mean that's good You're, you're asking for the Attention that I guess you're seeking so You know I hope you roll up in there And there's 65 bear fans in there And they like uh I don't know. I hope they won't even let you in. That'd be even better. <laughs> you go up those <laughs> stairs to go and you're like, sorry, no, go downstairs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so um, I'm looking at Wikipedia has got the rivalry and like results. In the 1920s, the bears were seven, six, and three. The thirties bears, 12, 11, and one forties, 16, four, and one, the fifties, 14, five, and one. This is all in the bears favor. All right. So, thankfully um for me I wasn't even close to being a stain on the mattress yet. Um the 1960s and this is where you got Buckus and Sayers and the Packers 15 and 5 against the Bears.
0: Do you know that that team with Butkus and Sayers never made the playoffs?
1: Yeah, that's crazy.
0: Right? The year after um what is it 60 is it the year before 30? or year after 63 when the bears won the title
1: didko was
0: on that team um, yep. so they came they came later after that yeah
1: yep 70s 11 and 9 bears 80s i thought this would be i thought this would be more disparaging than what it is the bears were 11 and 7 against the packers and this is what i remember as being the horrid years of packer football but it also uh, dawned on me, my um, first memory and the reason I became a Packer fan is the instant replay game. Since then, Packers thirteen and seven in the nineties, in the two thousands twelve and eight, and as you rightly said, seventeen and four. It's brutal. It is
0: awesome. It's awesome, you know. And you well, you said like more disparaging, and and that's. Like, As a Bears fan, just the years that these Bears have, and they're like four wins, five wins, and you lose to the Packers, like it, it does, it's different, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that 2010 NFC Championship game, I mean, for obvious reasons, but like to play for Packers Bears to both be in that game, and I know like I felt like this, and I heard uh Sylvie from Waddle and Sylvie talk about this too, like that felt like kind of a jumping off point, mm-hmm. like okay, you've got Rodgers. We've got Cuddy. We're playing the NFC title game. We're about to go on like a run here of really competing against the Packers to get out of the division playoffs and all this stuff. And some injuries happening there with the Bears and some other BS. It just didn't happen that way. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Packers just—they just dominated and owned the damn division. I mean, even in 2018, when you and I go to the uh, game in Soldier Field where the the Bears end up winning the title, the NFC uh, North title. I mean, I felt confident going into that game, but there's still – I mean, there's always going to be, I think for Bear fans, when you're playing against fucking Aaron Rodgers, that feeling of he's really good and he might just dice us up today and it might not be shit we could do about it. Yep. You, you, on the other hand, I don't know that you would ever have felt that way. I mean, I don't think you felt very confident going into that game that the Packers were going to win, but we've never – since I've known you, we've never had that. Like, we've never had that. I would not sexy, not anybody.
1: The only time, I, if I recall correctly, the only time, well, actually, no, I think you're right. Um, so I think even 2005, we beat the Bears once. I'd have to look that up, but uh, coming out of the shoot in 2006, getting shut out at home, it was the first time Brett Favre had been shut out at the controls of the pack. But but the end of the year, we're at Soldier Field for the New Year's Eve game and. We, we take one off you guys when we had no business doing it, you know? And the the game you're referring to at end of 2018, there was a shot in the second half where because of Matt Nagy's play calling, here it is, uh, the, the momentum shifting just like that. And I think you guys ended up winning by 10, correct?
0: Yeah, it was a 10-point win. Um, and there was just one and- series
1: where it could have flipped.
0: Yeah, well, and then Rodgers has his chances. He's still taking shots, and, you know, at the end of the game, like, Eddie, funny how this happened. Eddie Jackson picks that ball off, and then it's almost like the football gods were like, yeah, fuck you, because he he rolls his leg hard enough that he misses the playoff game, and there's nobody around him where he's just trying to fall to the ground. Yeah, And the Bears missed him in that playoff game against the Eagles. I mean, the offense was still Dick, but – um. Yeah, but you go back to – you talk about the opener in 2000. That's not expected. You know what I mean? Like, that's – like, that's what I was saying. Like, I don't – since you and I have known each other, there's been zero reason for you, even the years where the Packers haven't been good, to, to fear the signal caller on the other side of the ball. And that's been the disparaging thing in the last, you know, 20 years. No, I'd say 30.
1: I mean, believe, I mean, since Favre's been the quarterback.
0: Yes. It's been that he goes long. 30. There's – they haven't – figured that out and they still haven't figured that out and yes. like you know here we go it's and this is where to me like if you've got the aaron Rodgers, or if you got the russell wilson and you're having a season like the bears are having now they can get you out of that they can you know what was the packer record with rogers and his fucking r-e-l-a-x relax all that shit
1: uh that season
0: yeah, at that time when he did all that, and you guys went on a little bit of a run, oh. they were, weren't they under five hundred? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, Yep. Yeah. So then one you know, street straight.
0: Just, yeah, it, it, that's and that's the thing. So um, the rivalry has been more for me, like you know, with Erlacher. You get erlacher Favre, and Erlacher-Rodgers. It's that's the, the head-to-head clash has been for my lifetime when you and I have known each other. It's never been about the offense for me. It's like, yeah, can we squeeze a touchdown or two, and then. Alright, don't worry, Peanut Tillman will get a a strip here or you know, Hester's gonna run back a punt because they're stupid enough to kick to him.
1: I remember uh two thousand three and um the Bears go up fourteen to nothing early because um Favre gets picked off I think by Briggs and I think Cordell Stewart finds somebody for a touchdown as I recall. And you're like, Yeah, right. <laughs>
0: that's right yeah so hold on set the stage for this because i i do remember this vividly and we're so we're sitting in Lambeau, and yeah i don't remember what yeah i don't remember what quarter it was it was like right at the end of the first or at halftime and you looked at me and we were sitting really close to the field Yep. and you were like how come you're not celebrating talking shit and i'm just i'm doing what i've always done i'm like dude come on we got cordell store at quarterback Like the wheels are coming off. And slowly but surely they did. And by the time we got to like the fourth quarter, and I, for the first time, got to witness the entire Lambeau field, uh, uh, you know, in attendance chant, the Bears still suck. (laughs) I I think, I think at that point too, the Packers had gone up and it was like, Um, you you know, it was kind of over.
1: It would end up being 34 unanswered points. And then you had the Jerry Azumo pump return for a touchdown.
0: <laughs> yeah right and that got it like i do not not close but you yeah. put it within like what 10 two scores. Points or
1: scores it was a two score game yeah so uh listen uh i you know what what do you want me to say i mean the bears had their chances and continually seemed to whiff against green bay i mean 2013 the lions should have let the packers were dead then lose a few games next thing you know Packers-Bears for the title, for the NFC North title. And uh, Julius Peppers can't tackle Rodgers. Randall Cobb goes uncovered down the field. Touchdown.
0: I, I, I've probably watched that replay in the last couple of days about ten times. because I, So I like to look at the replays and look for the other things happening on the field. Um, you know, because you know at the time, the play happens, and I'm standing up in my living room, and as soon as he throws it, I'm like, fuck, (laughs) because you could just tell that, you know, you, you knew something was about that. Like it just was a throw. Like, dude, somebody's open. And I went back to watch it. And the safety, whoever it is, just totally blows coverage. They've got man coverage. And it's not to say that Cobb wouldn't have still caught it and scored, but he just, he's, he's like sitting in the zone, almost like he doesn't know the coverage and, yeah, back to the beginning of that. I mean, Peppers has him dead to rights, and Rogers just being who he is does that little subtle step, yeah. And Peppers goes by him, and yeah, it's bye bye Chicago. Oh, yeah, oh,
1: good. so good, so good, so
0: good. And then the next year is the, is the second Trespin year in which the Packers and the Patriots, in back to back weeks, put up fifty burgers on them. that game. I was there
1: for that. That is one of my all time favorite Packer games I ever attended. I mean, I could see why. Jesus. I mean, 40, I think it was 40, 48, 49 points in the half. Aaron Rodgers tied NFL record throwing six
0: TDs in a half. I mean, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that one, too, because, those t- I mean, he was. Uh,
1: Jordy Nelson was like candy from a baby.
0: Yeah, it was comical when you go back and watch the replay of it because you're like. Like, where's the defense? Are they just not playing defense? Like, what's going on here? It was, and you know, you can't let your guard down against one of the all time greats. Right. It was because he's yeah. going to fucking dice you up for it.
1: But, and then the thing about it is that why it's so special is the fact that it was lopsided and it's rare in the rivalry where it's a complete beatdown like that. It doesn't happen often.
0: It doesn't. Um, I will tell you this Sunday night is shaping up. I think there's a bigger percent percentage chance that that's the outcome of this game I don't know how a team who's been so bad and so pathetic on offense at this point can just turn it around I I don't know how that happens unless they just completely change what they want to do um and at the beginning of the season in the first two games this is what Nagy was doing and like in the first game against uh Detroit it was shitty for about a quarter and a half, and then the offense sparked and it was really good. And then the next week against the Giants. It was shitty for a quarter and then three quarters it was it was pretty good. but slowly but surely, you know he started to come away from that, and I you know he's not calling plays, but in essence, it's the same offense, so right um, it'll be interesting to see where they try to get their spark from, and um, I'll tell you right now and put this on the pod. The Bears first series, if they come out in shotgun, I mean, I'm gonna say that there's a one percent chance they win that football game.
1: So, um who do you feel better who's your who do you feel better winning the game with? Foles, Trubisky, or um
0: Cuddy. Call Cuddy up. What's he doing? Chad Hutchinson,
1: I don't know. Who? <laughs> I, don't, I forget who the third stringer is for Chicago this year, but it's it's Tyler Bray. Okay. So, who's your, like, oh, if he's under center, I, we might have a shot.
0: I, man, it, it's, it's, it's a tough, loaded question. If you're going to tell me the Bears' offensive line is going to protect and play decent, I would say it's Nick Foles. If you're going to tell me that the offensive line is going to be about what it's been all year, I'm going to say it's Trubisky because at least he's got the ability to run for some first downs and do some things with his legs. I don't like any of it. I don't. I don't. I really don't like any of it. Um, you know, there's a funny stat I heard yesterday. Devontae Adams has seven red zone touchdowns this season. Allen Robinson, clearly the Bears' best offensive player has seven targets in the red zone for the season. <laughs> yes, that's that's pretty funny. I mean, think about that for a minute. I mean, and that guy is going to leave Chicago after this year and go somewhere, and somebody's going to bring him And He's, you know, he is a guy who I think, like, if he was playing for the Baltimore Ravens, mm-hmm. would be a great piece for them. Somebody who Lamar could throw the ball to and rely on him, kind of like what Rodgers does with Adams. Throw him the ball. You can trust him. You can rely on him. More plays than not, he's gonna he's gonna make a tough catch. He's gonna make a play.
1: Whatever it helps. Uh, Adams has missed a few games this year, too. Yeah, that's I'm that's right. right.
0: How many? Like two or three?
1: Two or three, that's right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, these fucking bears.
1: <laughs> Jesus. Well, um, when will you guys roll out the 85 Bear team?
0: I listen, man, I enjoy the super fans brett Favre skit before what was it the was it 19 season 2019 yes
1: last years
0: um and you can attest to this i don't go around clamoring about that shit i said a long time ago i was tired of that because like fuck man we're it's like 25 years like let it go yep
1: 35
0: yep. years 35 years
1: yes Oh, dude, talk about one of the all-time ribs right there. Listen to you, bitch, again and again. And then Brett Favre just shutting down Soldier Field right then and there. It was great. <laughs> While at the same time saying, like, who wants to hear about someone's tired act again and again and again, referring to himself
0: all in one line. Yeah, well, no. It's, Gorgeous. It's, yeah, of, of course. It was great. It was great comedy. <laughs> um, But at the end of the day, like uh, – you know i'm i'm going to do what i normally do which is uh pop a top and you know watch the game and i and i like i said for me it's house money because the most unlikely thing is for the bears to win actually win the football game i'm expecting the rest of it i'm expecting the third quarter to just for them to be horrendous i'm expecting stupid ass penalties i'm expecting inept offense um so anything other than that you know, it'd be a nice surprise. But um, you know, at five and five, this is a big game for the Bears because if they can get a win on Sunday night the schedule is pretty favorable looking at the rest of the season and um they're in it. They're in the mix. I mean, you got a tiebreaker over Tampa, they just lost again. Yep. And there's the extra wild card team this year. Now, is it worth anything to make the wild card and have to go play, you know, Green, at Bay. Green Bay or yep. at Seattle or whatever the case? Maybe not, but you know, this I think it hurts the most because if the again if the offense was just like they're ranked like 29th overall, if they're ranked 20th, this team would probably have three two to three losses and be right in the mix and be right in there with everybody else. So, you know, I don't know. I I think if they lose Sunday night, I don't know what the rest of the season looks like. I I I think that the uh, as you put on Twitter this week with your boy Rich Eisen, I think that fork might be <laughs> all the way in and, and stabs
1: uh we'll have next week's full-on uh randy quaid major league two chris mr chris bendix <laughs> <laughs> back the truck up back it up
0: <laughs> well like i said i mean there's the micro conversation which is this sunday then there's the macro which you know i you know that's gosh it, we're weeks away from the season even regular season even being over but um it it's setting up to be another clean house, hit the reset button. And while you know change at times is exciting, at some point, like you know, gosh, when you when you witness this happen multiple times, it's a little like, oh, damn, here we go. I'll tell you what, you
1: you know, I know we got two great quarterbacks, but having stability in coaching, where from Holmgren to Sherman to McCarthy and now looks like the floor, which I got to give a tip of the cap. I was wrong about, um, helps with that, uh, the change. 100%. Cause I mean, you got players that are in and out of the league within three years, but having the front office on the same side from that department on down as an organization gives, gives the team a whole lot of confidence. Go out there and get the job done.
0: Yeah. hundred percent. And, um, you know, it it took it took longer than I don't know. This whole thing with Matt Nagy, you know, it's his offense, it's his design, his play calling, all this stuff. But I won't understand, especially after last year. When you spend an entire season season, you get the data and you have the real results of okay, the guy we have playing quarterback can't run the offense I want to run so when you get like six or seven games of the 2019 season and you've got the 2018 season even though you've won the division but you've got the offensive data I mean you've got a year and a half of it and I won't understand why he never like I, I, I don't know about Matt LaFleur but I'll take a guess and say that if Aaron Rodgers today falls out of the shower and breaks his leg and they've got to get is Jordan Love the backup? No, officially? no
1: it's Tim Boyle.
0: Okay Tim Boyle, I'm gotta could think that he's not gonna run like he's gonna run an offense that's gonna help him win games and is gonna be best for Tim Boyle. Yeah, not. Wait a minute, no, we're running this play right here. Oh, you can't throw the ball that far, like Rodgers does. We're gonna run it anyway, right? That's just. It seems like a very basic concept, mm-hmm. and I don't understand that about Matt Nagy because he seems like a smart guy. That's the part where I, I just like scratch in my head, like, dude, we can all see this. You know, yes, the the defense scored a bunch of touchdowns in 2018, but midway through that season, all the way through the rest of it, into the playoffs, the offense was not very good. And so when you have all that data, why aren't you making the switch to help that kid? Because while I'll never say that he is probably going to live up to being drafted number two overall, I do fully believe that with a defense like the Bears have, if you would just cater the offense to what he does – I think that that's good enough to win some football games and get you into the playoffs.
1: All right, so enough of this analysis bullshit. Um, You know the Bears suck. They've sucked for a long fucking time. Um, When are you going to take the mask off? I mean, Skywalker helped his dad see the light. You're welcome to come over, Bendix. Bitch,
0: there is no reason to do that. A... As soon as Aaron Rodgers hangs his hat on the hat rack, it's, it's over. Bullshit. I don't want to hear about Jordan Love. Jordan Love. The funny thing is, is that and we saw a little sample of it against the Colts. Wait until – dude, you know it's coming. And why the Packers at the trade deadline, why would you not give up a second-round pick for Will Fuller? Get that dude some help. The point of time is coming when he needs something, when Aaron Jones, the running game isn't going, and the team's done good against Adams and he's not blowed up everybody for eight catches and 3,000 yards. I, it, I mean, where you need the other piece?
1: I've heard the same conversation since 2001. Oh, wait for the other foot to drop Puddin. Wait for the other foot to drop Puddin.
0: And Rogers is still there. I yeah. so mean, he's got to leave. He's got to leave first. Uh-huh. That's that's my point.
1: Okay. Well, we'll see what happens at that time because it's going to be a few years. just so, so you understand that.
0: I, I mean, mean, that's fine. In the offseason, when y'all trade him to us for Cleo <laughs> Mack, it'll be done and dusted. <laughs> so, but like, let's talk about the franchises that have actually, this has happened to. San Francisco, young Montana to young. Yep. It looked like the Colts had it. And then Andrew Luck just ups and retires. Right. And Green Bay. That's three instances in the life of the NFL. You know, maybe it happened in the 40s or something, but, you know, in the last 50 years, whatever, it's just a handful of times. So the numbers work in my favor. I mean, and look, he falls. You pick him, get the credit for picking him, and he's great. He's arguably one of the best that's played. I'd, I'd, I've said this. I'd take him number one over anybody <laughs> because I've seen him do some things that nobody can do.
1: Oh, uh, Ben, just take it off so you can
0: see the football game. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. The, but this is the great part, and this is why sports are so good. You can say there's no chance, but there is a chance that the Bears win this football game, as shitty as they've been. As incompetent as they've looked, as inconsistent as they look. I've got way more to gain than you do because the expectation I would guess from all Green Bay fans is just, ah, they're gonna they're gonna bust the bears up. Ain't worth a shit.
1: That's right. Um <laughs> I'm reading this on a uh, this Facebook site and somebody's casually taunting some Bear fan of how to become a um a Packer fan. Application to become a Green Bay Packer fan. And his his handle is going to be Buttercup.
0: <laughs>
1: <Yes>. Buttercup. <laughs> <laughs> and another guy posted the statistics between Khalil Mack and, um, um, Z'Darrius Smith, and you wouldn't believe how identical they are over three seasons.
0: Oh, well, I'm sure, but I mean, are you going to say that the Bears shouldn't have traded? No, for him? no, no. Well, they should no, have. Absolutely. I mean, he absolutely look midway through this season. He they the NFL. Fox and all those people like basically tagged him as the midseason defensive player of the year, which is crazy to me because he hasn't had all the big sack numbers. But the, when, you, when you drafted Mitchell Trubisky, everything hinged on that. Mm-hmm. That was it, 100%. When you trade for Mac, you gave up all the draft picks. Um, that's it. That was – was it a miss or did we end up with a coach who hasn't maximized that dude's talent? I don't really know. I've seen Mr. Trubisky throw some Cutler-esque footballs, even some Favre-esque footballs, if you will, and have been like, what in the holy hell was that about? So, I mean, I don't know, and I don't think we're ever going to know.
1: I I don't think you have a uh, quarterback whisperer at helping that guy develop personally. Uh,
0: I don't want to hear that term. You know, when I heard that term and I bought into that shit, when Steve Young called Mark Trestman that. <laughs> Two years later, I was like, Steve Young, you sir, can kiss my ass.
1: I had a coach that was a quarterback whisperer and his name is Mike McCarthy, so Oh Jesus. Here we go. With that. Well hey, um <laughs> I, I got the uh the statistics on that side. I'm not just talking about him uh coaching the pack. It's prior to being in Green Bay, so anyway, um you are welcome to join. Membership's free. You're welcome to come up to Lambo once a year. I have a green and gold jersey with your name on it, all right? We'll help We'll help your son and daughter. They'll be converted. We'll baptize them in the name of Lombardi, Lambo, and Brett Favre. And, um, you know, we'll get you guys to the good side.
0: Dude, start holding your breath, all right? <laughs> it's going to happen here real, real soon, about two minutes. <laughs> so before we close this out, Let's uh let's get it down official prediction score for the game Sunday night. What do you have?
1: I uh, definitely got the Packers winning, I definitely got the Packers scoring more than 30 points. But um I think it's going to be 31 24 Green Bay.
0: Damn, you giving us twenty four points.
1: Well, I'm I, I I gotta figure <laughs> it's a lot. I, I gotta
0: figure that the light bulb's
1: gonna come out at some point that run the damn ball.
0: Yeah, that's that yeah, that would be great. Um just because just because I'm going Bears, nine hundred and ninety nine, Packers, negative three. <laughs> that's that's the prediction.
1: I thought you're going to be like, yep, um, we're going to have Dicka.